0: From the Allen Samuel Studios, this is the
1: John Moore Show on ESPN Central Texas. And, uh, you know, we got another uh, tremendous challenge, uh, you know, defending Big 12 champions uh, in in Baylor. Uh, They're playing really well right now. Same record as we have uh, in overall record at five and three. You know, uh, Coach Aranda's done a, a terrific job in his third year there. The John Morris Show is
0: brought to you by Amanda Cunningham, Coldwell Banker Apex Realtor, by Alliance Bank Central Texas, by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat, your friend in the car business, by the Baylor Club at McLean Stadium, on the web at thebaylorclub.com, and by Diamore Fine Jewelers, 4541 West Waco Drive, where Waco gets engaged.
2: You know, I have a lot of respect
3: for uh, Coach Venables and this team we're playing and the environment and all of it. And so we're going to have to continue to, uh, to grow and improve uh, so that we can uh, put our best,
0: uh, our best effort forward. Stay connected with the Voice of the
1: Bears on Twitter, on Instagram, and on Snapchat at Voice of Bears. So this is going to be a great, great challenge. I think the last two times we've played them, they've held us to 20 or less points and under 300 yards of offense. Uh, the last two times that we've, we've played them. So I think they're top 30 in the country, you know, in total defense. So again, we got a, another big challenge uh, this week, but at the end of the day, it's going to be about us and just getting better. We've got to play our most physical game of the year this, uh, this week and continue to play with the discipline, uh, the toughness, and the attitude that it takes to, uh, to win.
0: From the Alan Samuel Studios. Here's the voice of the Baylor
4: Bears, John Morris and Aaron Sexton. Hi, and welcome to John Morris' show on a Wednesday. Another beautiful day here in Central Texas. We're glad you're with us. Two defensive-minded coaches there in the open, squaring off in in Norman on Saturday. It's Brent Venables in his first year as head coach at Oklahoma. Of course, Dave Aranda, his third year as head coach here at Baylor. Great respect between those two. Uh, And again, uh, during their time on uh, some big-time staffs, Uh, really two of the most respected defensive coordinators in the nation. Uh, Brent Venables for a long time at Clemson and of course Coach Aranda at Wisconsin and then LSU and now the head coach here at Baylor. So that's the matchup on Saturday, Baylor, Oklahoma, 2 o'clock kickoff, the broadcast beginning at noon here on ESPN Central Texas. We'll visit with the voice of the Sooners. Toby Rowland joins us coming up in just a bit. Look forward to getting the OU side of things as uh, these two teams Square off on Saturday uh, for uh, uh, for the Bears at three and two in conference play. Oklahoma at two and three. Both are 5-3 and three on the season. So a real key game, a real swing game in the Big 12 standings. Baylor uh, really hitting their stride here as we reach November. And Oklahoma is just a better team when Dylan Gabriel is healthy and, and in there at quarterback. Aaron, that was uh, you know, a big part of their losses. They've got three of them in conference play. Uh, kind of the common denominator was no Dylan Gabriel in those games.
3: Yeah, with Dylan Gabriel they're a good team, not great because of the defense, but without him they're they're a bad team. I mean, I think we saw that against Texas. They couldn't do anything offensively.
4: Yeah, three losses, uh, the three losses on the year, a 7-point loss to Kansas State, a 55-24 loss to TCU October 1st, then that 49 to nothing loss to Texas. On October 8th in Dallas, uh, and uh, aside from those three losses, which all came back-to-back-to-back, to back to back, uh, five wins to be 5-3 and three on the year and uh, two wins in a row with an open date in there for the Oklahoma Sooners. Uh, and uh, that running back, Eric Gray, watch this guy, Coach Aranda, as we recorded the coaches show this morning. It will air tonight beginning at 7 here on ESPN Central Texas. He was very high on Eric Gray, the running back for uh, for Oklahoma. He's averaging uh, about a half a yard shy of 100 yards per game. So uh, really good back for the Sooners. And, uh, and Baylor can counter with uh, one or two or three good backs of their own.
3: Absolutely. I believe they have a freshman that's had a pretty decent year so far. <laughs> you think? <laughs> yeah, and I think he you're is, right. And like you say, he is not the only one. I mean, he's been obviously, you know, carrying the the bulk of the load, so to speak. But, I mean, that's a really talented backfield with lots of great backs besides Richard Reese, obviously.
4: Yep. Uh, Quaylen Jones, I think he really doesn't get enough credit. I, I think he's been really good for the Bears. Um in that complimentary role to Richard Reese. And uh, Coach Randa says, thinks that uh, Squirrel Williams will be back this week. So that's good news, just to add another guy in there, just to add another guy into the rotation.
3: Yeah, it, for a couple of reasons. One, Squirrel is a playmaker. I mean, you put the ball in his hands, and any time that happens, he can score a touchdown from anywhere on the field. And Coach Aranda even talked about it uh, in his press conference you, you really don't want, as good as he is and as effective as he's been, you don't want Richard Reese running the ball 30 times again. That's right.
4: That's right. Yep, yep. That was my question to him. Can he handle that workload moving forward? And he didn't say no, but he, he did say, well, Squirrel's going to be back, and that'll, you know, divide it up a little bit more. So that is, uh, that's really good news for Baylor. Uh, Aaron, I know you do with Matt Mosley Campus Confidential, so you've probably got this uh, on your radar already. But uh, what are your thoughts about what happened at Kansas uh, today related to Kansas basketball? Bill Self and Curtis Townsend uh, have been suspended for the first four games of the year for the Jayhawks.
3: Compared to what happened to Oklahoma State after they cooperated and what's happened to some other schools, it's, just feels like a slap on the wrist. Yeah. And 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 it basically sends a message that if the NCAA is investigating you, don't cooperate, you'll end up coming out of it better because that's exactly what happened.
4: Mm, that's a good point. And I'll tell you what, I was talking to uh, – shot something with uh, Curtis Quillen earlier today, uh, KCEN Channel 6, and he's an Oklahoma State grad, and he says they'll be rioting in the streets if this is all that happens to Kansas compared to – you know, he's comparing it to what happened uh, with Oklahoma State last year.
3: Yeah, and that's – I mean, that's a pretty apt comparison, I think. And they cooperated fully with the NCAA, and they got much, much tougher penalties coming out of it. And, you know, you don't – well, I mean, I, I just think that what Kansas was accused of was much worse than what Oklahoma State was accused of.
4: Yeah. Yeah. So uh, that news is out today. Is that uh, the extent of the – and I think they also lost three scholarships, right, Uh, um, scholarship uh, restrictions for Kansas also. So is that the extent of it, or is that the first phase, and there's some more coming? We don't really know that. Hard to predict the NCAA, so – Uh, That news today from Kansas, just a few days before the start of the season, uh, basketball season, uh, college basketball season begins on Monday. All right, uh, we're glad you're with us on this Wednesday from the Allen Samuel Studios. Uh, Toby Rowland will join us in a bit, the voice of the Sooners. And uh, look forward to visiting with him. I haven't talked to Toby in a while, so uh, really look forward to catching up with him, getting his read on the game this week, Baylor and Oklahoma. Bears won the game last year here in Waco. Remember that unusual ending to the game uh, when our students uh, rushed the field not once but twice when there was a timeout called with three seconds to play in the game. Um, so look forward to visiting with Toby as the uh, Bears get set to take on the Sooners coming up this uh, Saturday. Tonight, Baylor volleyball back in action. They're in Lubbock. They're up to number 11 in the nation, and they will play Texas Tech tonight, 6 p.m. It's on Big 12 now on ESPN+. Plus. Back home Saturday hosting Kansas in the Farrell Center at 2. Uh, our Baylor Coaches Show is on the air tonight. 7 to 8 p.m., not live from Rudy's, but here on ESPN Central Texas. Uh, we'll hear from Nikki Collin, Baylor women's basketball coach, and we will hear from uh, Coach Dave Veranda. So those are the two coaches on our Baylor Coaches Show tonight, beginning at 7, right here on the flagship station for Baylor Athletics. We will take a break, be back with more in just a moment from the Allen Samuels Studios, brought to you by Allen Samuels, Dodge, Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat, Your friend in the car business on the web at alansamuelsdcj.com. Recently on Game Time, we say good morning to Josh Neighbors.
5: Uh, yeah, let's just say Georgia's 12-1, and one, and Alabama's
6: 12-1, and one, and Clemson's perfect, and Ohio State's perfect. Is PC getting in over Alabama or, or one-loss Georgia? They're setting the standard right now that they're saying,
7: well, you know, because you've played some close games and we like the logos, there's a lot of football
6: left to play. But there's definitely a world like to see an under the Power 5 team being kept out. Yeah, 100% I can see it.
0: Game Time, weekdays at 7 a.m. on ESPN Central Texas.
5: Sometimes we say that a person has a wealth of experience. I'm Joe Kaleo of the Kaleo Wealth Management Group. Accumulating wealth is like gaining experience. Both demand hard work. If you'd like to grow your hard-earned wealth, let me put more than 25 years of experience to work for you.
2: Kaleo Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services. Member FINRA SIPC.
5: Our southern border is open to drug cartels and terrorists from around the world. Fentanyl, heroin, and methamphetamines are flourishing in cities across America. Open border policies are costing the lives of 300 young Americans every day from drug overdoses. Hello, this is your Republican Congressman Pete Sessions. These policy failures are tied directly to the Democrat Party. As conservative Republicans, my party has always fought to protect our country and our children from the ravages of addiction. Now, with President Biden and Nancy Pelosi ignoring our nation's laws, law enforcement is kept from fulfilling their sworn duties. I'm asking you and your family to vote Republican to stop the left from changing America. Otherwise, the Democrats will continue to pass the policies that undermine our national security. Paid for by Pete Sessions for Congress.
0: At Metro by T-Mobile, you can save more now that you need it the most. Get one line of unlimited 5G for just $40, period. Taxes and fees included. That's the lowest price in prepaid. Plus, choose from the largest selection of free 5G phones from brands you love, like Samsung. Switch now and save more. Only at Metro. If congested, the fraction of users greater than 35 gigabytes per month may notice reduced speeds, and Metro customers may notice reduced speeds versus T-Mobile due to prioritization. Video streams in SD requires eligible port in. See store for details. The flagship station for Baylor basketball is ESPN Central Texas.
8: Okay, so what's the most important part about your house? Nope, it's not that bar or even the man cave. Think about it. The most important thing is your roof. the insurance process for you don't let any fly-by-night company look at your roof let a real professional you trust do the work for you put mcadams and sons over 40 years of experience to go to work for you all over central texas check them out online at mcadamsroofing.com or give them a call at 254-799-2949 because you don't want a kid with your house's lid tfnb your bank for life is the
7: official local bank of baylor athletics Find out why more Central Texas are making TFNB their bank for life. Sign up for our edge checking and savings accounts to earn interest or cash back with five convenient locations and an award-winning mobile app. Banking has never been easier.
0: TFNB, your bank for life. Member FDIC.
4: Back with us, John Morris Show on a Wednesday. Brought to you in part by Alliance Bank Central Texas. Alliance Bank, it's your bank. John Morris, Aaron Sexton mentioned uh, the coach's show coming up tonight. Great to visit with Coach Nikki Collin. Uh, to be perfectly honest with you, we've recorded that. Uh, and it will air tonight, 7 to 8 p.m. Uh, here on ESPN Central Texas. I asked her, Aaron, the, uh, the question about being picked fourth in the preseason poll actually i've asked her that twice in the last two days <laughs> um, we were at rotary waco rotary yesterday and i asked her there and i followed up and asked her today so you'll hear it on the coaches show but basically the gist of her answer is uh hey the big 12 really good i mean there are some good teams and a team like iowa state and a team like oklahoma basically return everybody." And she said, uh, "You know, I, I like the role of being an underdog. You know, so Baylor women's basketball has not been an underdog much in in recent years, but maybe she can play that card this year with this team being picked fourth in the preseason poll."
3: Yeah, she was very um, diplomatic about it because I, I don't I don't want to say that because I mean she was obviously right that the. the three teams that were picked above them are all very good teams. But I just, I don't know. (laughs) It still shocks me considering the amount of talent that she's brought in. Like I said, Texas brings back a lot, and they have a couple of good transfers coming in. Iowa State has their whole team back. But for me, if I was voting, it would have to be, I would have to see it before I could not vote the the later women's basketball to win the Big 12, considering they've done it 12 years in a row.
4: You know, it's kind of to beat the champ, you got to knock out the champ, and, and that's still the case. I mean, you got to play all these games. But even in a preseason poll, you would think, yeah, do I really want to pick against Baylor, <laughs> you know? So, uh, obviously, uh, uh, the coaches did, and Baylor is fourth. And for Coach Collin, you know, the bottom line is it's it's not a big deal to her, I don't think, or publicly it's not a big deal. You know, just use it as motivation and go out and prove them wrong.
3: Absolutely. I'm just, and we've, we start this week and I'm just looking forward to it. The men and the women teams are both just loaded. So I'm just, it should be a great year. Yep, yep, Another start, great year they, they yeah, pretty much all have been.
4: <laughs> start tomorrow night for the women. They've got an exhibition game against Southwest Baptist, 7 o'clock in the Farrell Center. Uh, the broadcast will be here on ESPN Central Texas. Uh, no pregame show, just taking the air right at tip-off at 7 o'clock, abbreviated postgame show. Uh, tickets are just $5 for all fans, and the doors open an hour before tip-off tomorrow. So uh, good. Get a good chance there to uh, see the Baylor women on the floor for the first time against somebody else tomorrow night. Then the regular season opener is Monday night, 7 o'clock, in the Ferrell Center against Lamar. Uh, Baylor is 18th in the nation in the AP poll. They are 17th in the coaches poll. And uh, here's a significant uh, streak note with that. Baylor has been ranked now for 355 consecutive weeks. Think about that, in the AP Top 25 poll, 355. That is impressive. And uh, that streak is the second longest uh, behind, yes, UConn, 545 straight weeks. So those are the two longest active streaks in women's college basketball, making an appearance in the AP Top 25 poll. Those are impressive. I mean, both of them are impressive.
3: Absolutely. That's a pretty exclusive company, too.
4: Yeah, 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 exactly. Those two and nobody else. All right, uh, so Baylor women's basketball in action tomorrow night, 7 o'clock, their exhibition game against Southwest Baptist. They open Monday at home against Lamar. The Baylor men open Monday at home against Mississippi Valley State. That will be an 11 a.m. game uh, on the air at 10.30 here on ESPN Central Texas Monday. Uh, that is the uh, what we used to call the I'm going to college game. Where you had area school kids come, and this year it's been rebranded as Future Bears game. I, I kind of like that. Future Bears uh, in attendance on Monday, and the the latest report was 33 bus loads of 6,000 kids will be in the Farrell Center on Monday. Max says bring your own earplugs, and uh, it'll be a, it's a, an interesting atmosphere in the Farrell Center on Monday. With all those school kids there, and uh, it's fun, really. I mean, we've done this the last few years, and it really is a fun atmosphere with uh, all the energy that those school kids bring. So that comes up Monday, 11 o'clock in the Farrell Center, Baylor versus Mississippi State. That's the men. The women will have a future Bears game coming up. Uh, when is that? That may be the Tennessee State game on December 15th. That's uh, listed at 11 a.m., so that could very well be that for them. All right, let's take a break. Back to football. Let's visit with Toby Rowland, the voice of the Sooners, when we come back. Hey, we're glad you're with us this afternoon, John Morris, Aaron Sexton. We are brought to you in part by the Baylor Club at McLean Stadium. Great things, as always, going on at the Baylor Club. Check it out on the web, thebaylorclub.com. Remember, they've got that uh, Sip and Shop event coming up. November 29th is the date for that. That is uh, something that if you know about it, you've got it on your calendar already. And it is uh, a great opportunity to uh, walk around and sample different vendors from the Central Texas area. And uh, there may be some sipping involved there while you walk around. So a really neat event. And it's all for charity. All the uh, uh, proceeds raised from that are donated to charity by the Baylor Club. I, off the top of my head, can't remember their designated charity this year, but I'll look that up. But that's a cool event, November 29th at the Baylor Club, the Sip and Shop. Again, if you've been to it before, you know what I'm talking about. All of their events available on the web at thebaylorclub.com. If you have questions about that, about membership, about making a reservation, give them a call at 254-710-8080. That is the Baylor Club at McLean Stadium. Waco Lions
7: football presented by Bird Coach and Ford on ESPN Central Texas. This Friday night, the Lions head to Killeen to play the Killeen Kangaroos. Our coverage begins at 6.30 with the pregame show. The kickoff and all the action at 7 o'clock. After the game, it's the Friday night high school football scoreboard show presented by Southwest Sports Medicine. Don't miss Waco and Killeen this Friday night at 6.30 on
5: ESPN Central Texas. Democrats asserted their will after taking power in 2020. With it, the left has chosen to pass reckless amounts of spending and irresponsible fear-mongering. In less than two years, our nation is racing towards recession with record inflation. The United States cannot continue to be led by a Democrat party that is not interested in America being a capitalist country. Hello, this is your Republican Congressman Pete Sessions. My party fights for economic opportunity with lower taxes on small businesses and American families. I'm asking you to vote Republican to stop the Democrats from adding trillions to our nation's debt and causing exponential damage to our nation's future. Otherwise, the left will continue to pass policies that make the United States weak and undermine our free enterprise system. Paid for by Pete Sessions for Congress.
0: This is ESPN Central Texas.
4: My house says a new.
0: ESPN Radio Sports Center.
8: I'm Ward Watch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. Undefeated Tennessee is number one spot in the college football playoff poll, followed by Ohio State, Georgia, Clemson in the top four. Michigan is number five, Alabama six, and TCU seven. Billy goes long five times to beat the Astros seven to nothing, take a two one lead in the World Series. Game four tonight, seven thirty first first pitch. College football last night, Ball State beat Kent State 27 20, and Ohio beat Buffalo 45 24. Tonight in college football, Central Michigan. Michigan at Northern Illinois and Western Michigan at Bowling Green both kick off at 6. Dallas Stars beat LA 5 to 2. Mavericks host Utah tonight at the AAC 7:30 tip-off. Pipple Scott Stewart Show tonight live at Wings Pizza and Things on Fox Sports Central Texas starting at 6:30 and the Baylor Coaches Show tonight with John Morse not live at Rudy's at 7 on ESPN Central Texas Sports Center every 20 minutes only on ESPN Central
0: Texas. listening to the John Moore show on ESPN Central Texas.
6: 445 to go sooner shift into wildcat. It'll be Eric Gray. Staff Gray runs it left up the middle. He's to the goal line and he's in. He's in. Eric Anthracite
7: with the touchdown and the Sooners are back up to score.
0: It's Baylor in Oklahoma this Saturday from Norman. Here now is the voice of the Sooners, Toby Rowland.
6: It is a 19-yard field goal, a little bit of a tough angle here. It's on the left hash, going to have to push it right. There's the snap, and it's a fake! It's a pitch to Schmidt, and it's a touchdown! It's a
7: touchdown on the ground by Zach Schmidt! For the second
6: time this season, the Sooners work a fake field goal to perfection
0: now back to today's jmo radio show from the alan samuel studios here's the voice of the bears john morris and aaron sexton
4: Toby Rowland with the call courtesy of the Sooners sports Network from Learfield a couple of their touchdowns in the 27 to 13 win over Iowa State last Saturday moves the Sooners to five and three on the season two and three in big 12 conference play hosting Baylor this Saturday afternoon 2 p.m in Norman and we welcome in the longtime voice of the Oklahoma Sooners I want to say our good friend Toby Roland joins us now Toby welcome to you Thank you very much, gentlemen. How are we tonight? Yeah, we are doing great. It's been a while. I was telling Aaron, it's been a while since we've talked. So uh, we're going to yeah. l- just let people listen in while you and I catch up. Is that okay? <laughs> That's good. How's the fam, John? Everybody's, yeah, everybody's doing good? everybody's
6: good. How about you?
3: Good.
4: Right, they're
6: doing great. Thanks for asking. That's
4: great. That's great. Well, uh, big game Saturday, isn't it? I mean, you think back, uh, I mean, you look at the schedule every Saturday, and really every game this year is a significant matchup. It's been a wild year already.
6: Boy, it really has. I, I commented a couple of weeks back, every Saturday you look at the Big 12 slate, and it feels like a college basketball Saturday yeah, in the yeah. Big 12. Like every game is evenly matched it could go either way um, you know there's no bottom feeder in the league this year Kansas has been a formidable foe and so now it's been a lot of fun I think our two teams had hopes that when this matchup rolled around it was you know the two teams on top of the conference um, and that's not the case but it's still very important, I know, for both sides, and nobody's been mathematically eliminated from anything. So this ought to be fun.
4: Two teams picked one and two in the Big 12 in the preseason, and uh, here we finally get to the game, and it's on ESPN+. Plus. What's the <laughs> reaction
6: been in your parts about that? <laughs> We've been rejected. We've been <laughs> sent down to the uh, streaming <laughs> services. Well, I think um, I- I'll give you guys a little insight out there. When J-Mo saw that it was on ESPN Plus, he got very excited <laughs> because that's what us radio guys do. That's because right. we know we're going to have way more <laughs> listeners. <laughs> You're exactly way right. <laughs> that's right. Uh, yeah. I, I think the uh, feeling around here has been, um, you know, disappointment. But everything uh, OU moved to ESPN Plus this year, uh, they signed a new contract with them. So it's a pretty familiar format for our fans. I'm not saying they like it, but – not all of them, anyway, but it's it's pretty familiar. Uh, they had a game on there earlier this year, so I think that they're uh, learning to adjust. We're just glad we're not playing at eleven a.m. Uh, <laughs> we've we've had five, and next week we got a sixth, eleven a.m. game this year. So a two o'clock kick is nice.
4: Oh my gosh, I didn't realize that you've had five already, and another one coming up. Yep, that's exactly <laughs> right. And and for your uh, what six hour pregame show that that gets gets you going pretty early in the morning. <laughs> that's, that's yeah, so
6: yeah, We need us to kick uh, for two o'clock kick. We don't have to start till eight a.m. So that's pretty good. <laughs> that's great. Uh, I think uh, I think this is a
4: very smart move by ESPN. What they're doing is they're kind of forcing the huge Oklahoma fan base to either subscribe yeah. or to at least do a trial uh subscription to espn plus
6: yeah and that's well, a i mean i think it, i think that's probably part of it but i mean you've seen them put some other you know bigger games and this is an attractive game you've seen them do that in other conferences this year push them to their streaming service just because they're trying to beef up their streaming service um so i think this is a you know fortunately or unfortunately this is the future we got NFL games, the Amazon prime game on Thursday night, we had a NFL game on ESPN plus Sunday morning, uh, more and more collegiate programming going to the streaming services as well. So, uh, it's not as convenient for everybody, but it's kind of the way the world's going, I'm afraid. So, or maybe you like it, I don't know, but that's the way the world's going. So, yeah. As yep. long as more people listen to the radio, I don't really bother so much about it. <laughs> hey, we're
4: always in the same place, right? You can find uh Toby's broadcast or our broadcast. So tune that in. We'll be we'll be right where we always are. Uh Toby Rowland, the voice of the Sooners joins us. What what it has been what is the uh the biggest difference you've seen in Brent Venables
6: first year so far? Um you know, there's a very obvious Uh, defensive personality to this program now. Now, I'm not here to tell you they've played great defense yet this year, but that's what Brent Venables is known for. That's what, you know, he came to fame for at OU the first time around and probably became known as the top defensive coordinator in America at Clemson, certainly one of them. And uh, from the moment he took over, you know, at his introductory press conference, he said, we're going to get back to playing the type of defense that Oklahoma is proud of. You know, the Brian Bosworths and Rocky Kalmus's and my my partner, Teddy Lehman and Leroy Selman and all the great defensive players that we've had at OU through the years. They haven't been real proud about how we played defense around here the last decade or so. And so there's been an emphasis on that, certainly in the world of recruiting We've seen a major uptick in the defensive talent that is at least, you know, committed. Nothing is uh, written in stone yet and brought in last year and um, just kind of a different focus on it. Now they started strong defensively, hit a major rough patch there for about three games and if they played better, but I think for the most part, fans understand that, this is going to be a little bit of a process. It's not going to happen immediately. He's going to have to get his talent in here. And, oh, you fans aren't known for being overly patient, but they're going to be a little bit patient that um, that, that plan is going to work because they're eager for it. You know, they're, they're, they've loved how many points they've put up around here the last few years, but haven't loved how they play defense. So I'd say that's the, the biggest difference that we've noticed.
4: I got you, and uh would you say in those three losses back to back to back in the middle of the season the the common thread there was no Dylan Gabriel, and now that he's back and uh you know at the helm that that the offense is obviously playing better,
6: yeah, now Dylan played against Kansas State, okay, got hurt early against t c u and did not play at all against Texas, and okay. certainly in the Texas and TCU games, uh, not having him out there was a, was a major problem. Uh, They lost 49, nothing to Texas. So you'd be hard pressed to say that one guy made 49 points worth of difference, but uh, it would have certainly been a closer game. And you never know happens if, you know, you jump out in front and things falls weird that way. but uh, his reinsertion into the lineup has certainly been a huge pick me up for this offense. They've, looked entirely different since he came back. Uh, no doubt about that. Now, they have been hit or were hit by a rash of injuries there in that three-game losing streak across the board, offensively and defensively, and that didn't help. But he was certainly the the biggest missing piece to the puzzle. And come to find out since
4: since that game, September 24th, Kansas State's a really good team. I mean, yeah. they
6: are really good. Yeah. And so it's TCU. Yeah. And, um, so yeah, it's funny how you size up the conference at the beginning of the year. and We all do these preseason rankings and then you get to this part of the year and you say we had it all wrong. And, and inevitably that's the case. Those, those purple teams are pretty good. And Oklahoma <laughs> started with them back to back and, um, and they got kicked and they've been licking their wounds ever since, uh, they played better in the win over Kansas I think the, the win last week at Iowa State was probably their best all-around performance of the year. Uh, they were really good defensively, and they only put up 27 points offensively, but that's a, as you know, that's a solid Iowa State sure. defense that right. John Haycock has up there. They they played pretty well. Pretty they turned them over three times, so I think they're feeling better and better about uh, how things are going. It was pretty bleak around here three weeks ago. Uh, Getting to a bowl game looked like it might not happen, which is unfathomable in these parts. But they're feeling a little better each of the last couple of weeks and certainly know they've got a big task in front of them on Saturday.
4: Yeah, this is really a a big swing game, isn't it? I mean, really important for both teams and, and, you know, one of those that that goes one way and and you're bowl eligible – you know, this week, and it goes the other way, and you're kind of left
6: scrambling again. Man, and I just think back to the games that these two teams have treated us to the last several years, and whether it's been at your place or at our place, it feels like every one of them has gone down to the very last tick on the clock. There has been so much at stake. Um, They're so physical. The two matchup; these two teams get so physical with each other. Uh, there's been some bad blood. We had the the kick at the horn last year, and Lincoln got all twisted out of shape. And it's been uh, it's been really entertaining when Oklahoma and Baylor have gotten together. So, I think everybody's just looking forward to that again. But you're right; there's a lot on the line. Even at five and three, there's a lot on the line for you know, what the trajectory of the rest of the season is going to go for these two programs.
4: Yeah, very much so. Uh, Rain, it looks like. What's it looking like weather-wise Saturday afternoon?
6: Well, it's getting better. Uh, Two days ago, it was 65% chance of rain. Yesterday, it was down to 35%. And this morning, it was at 2%. Oh, okay. Hit hard on Friday. Like major storms and maybe even some severe weather. So I don't know what time you guys are getting in here, but hunker down when you do. Uh, but the the hope is that mess all clears out of here before uh, we get a, you know up and going on Saturday. It might be a little bit of a, a sloppy track, although they do a pretty good job of draining that thing. But hopefully it has all cleared out of here and uh, we don't have to deal with the rain. It could be a pretty nice day. Nice. We'll keep our fingers crossed.
4: Yeah, that'd be good. I was talking to one of our equipment guys yesterday, and he was kind of bemoaning the fact about uh, white pants, white jerseys on a, a turf field or on a grass field with red paint. <laughs> so he was already thinking about the cleanup <laughs> after a game like that, on a wet field, no less. So that'll yeah, be fun. That's,
6: uh, you're going to have to get the Clorox bleach out for those things. <laughs> no question.
4: Hey, let's uh, switch gears. Uh basketball starting on Monday. How does it look for uh, for the Sooners starting Monday?
6: Boy, I don't know. I I uh, you know, every new year brings excitement with it, but I don't have a real good feel yet for how good Oklahoma's going to be. Uh they return both of the Gross brothers Hill. So that's great. I mean, that's some really good returning punch there. But the other guys that are going to be major factors for them this year are newcomers, both transfers and, and true freshmen in some cases. And, um, you know, they come highly regarded. Grant Sherfield came from Nevada. He's a point guard. He was the mountain West newcomer of the year a couple of years ago uh, was a really good scoring point guard for them. I think he's going to be their, their starter at the one Joe Bama uh, came from George Washington Uh, He was a prolific scorer for them. I think he's going to either be their sixth man or maybe start there on the wing. But those are two major impact guys that we haven't got to see yet in a Sooner uniform, other than in some exhibition play. And they got a couple of top 100 uh, high school recruits in here. uh, Los Yuzon out of Las Vegas and Otega Owe out of New Jersey that are going to be big impact guys right away too. But, it's just hard to know until you see, you know, everybody in person, to know how it's going to gel and everything. Uh, I think that year two under Porter Moser, you know, everybody's got a year in his system, so that bodes well. Usually, that that helps everybody settle in a little better. Uh, hopes are high. They didn't get to the tournament last year, despite a nice late charge, so they need to get back there this year. But I- I'm eager to see them in action to get a little better feel for whether this is uh, a team that can live in the upper half of the Big 12 and, and be a firm NCAA tournament team or not.
4: Very good. It's right around the corner uh, starting Monday. For us, do you guys play on Monday? Yeah, we play Monday night. Sam gotcha. Houston State will be here. Gotcha. Very good. Final thought, I saw a great picture of you. It uh, you, uh, must have been Halloween evening. Did you have a show on Halloween Where you had a really good costume that looked a whole lot like Joe Castiglione.
6: That was very well done. We do our uh, coaches show at a local barbecue restaurant. Um, I think you do something similar, maybe. Yeah, we love Rudy's. Yeah, Rudy's. And uh, I dressed up as our athletic director, Joe Castiglione, (laughs) who's pretty uh, widely known for his fedora hats and bright jackets on game day. And his wife was kind enough to help me out and steal a couple of things from his closet for me to wear for the coaches' show. So uh, that was a lot of fun. And so far, I haven't been fired. So that's good. (laughs) I gave everybody raises. Uh, I'm not sure he's going to like that. But I gave everybody raises. Fantastic. What a great day Monday was.
4: Hey, man, it's great to visit with you. I appreciate your time. And uh, we will see you on Saturday. Look forward to visiting there.
6: All right. Safe travels, brother. Thanks, Thanks, man. I appreciate
4: it. That is uh, Toby Rowland, the longtime uh, voice of the Oklahoma Sooners, football, basketball, baseball, other duties as assigned. So Toby does a great job representing the uh, fan base there and the athletic department at Oklahoma. Baylor and OU coming up Saturday at 2. Aaron, he kind of gave us an update on the weather. Maybe it's uh, not as bad as a picture as I'm painting it to be.
3: Yeah, and I I I guess I think that bad weather would maybe favor Baylor a little more because maybe. because yeah, of the maybe. ground game. Yeah, not that Oklahoma can't run the ball, but it's right. what Baylor tries to do and actually does very well most games.
4: Yeah, yeah, that's true. So we'll see how that plays out, but maybe it. Uh is not going to be a complete washout like uh, I was thinking it might be. All right, great to visit with Toby. Appreciate him. Let's take a break. We'll be back with more in just a moment. We'll look ahead. We'll share some birthdays. We'll wrap things up in the 3 o'clock hour, hand things off to Matt Mosley coming up. We'll do that when we return on the John Morris Show, brought to you in part by Alan Samuels, Dodge, Chrysler, Jeep, Ram, Fiat, your friend in the car business.
0: Your leader in high school sports, ESPN, Central Texas.
1: The La Vega Coaches Show with Don Hyde is brought to you by Bush's Chicken of Bell Mead and First Central Credit Union.
2: As part of a five-team district, the La Vega Pirates had their open date this past week. Coach, with it happening this late in the regular schedule, would you consider the Oops. open date a blessing or a curse that may have slowed down any momentum? Well, I think it was a blessing just simply because we was able to get some kids a little bit of rest that they needed after nine straight weeks of playing and, uh, you know, basically get back to some fundamental stuff that we had to had to get away from along the way because of playing nine straight games and just chance to get, get our legs back under us and get ready for season. Well, this gives us a chance to talk about your sub varsity teams. How has the Pirates JV and freshman teams done this season? Well, I mean, they haven't done bad. We've got, we've got a small group of freshmen and, uh, We've got a whole a lot of sophomores that we've been playing on Friday night. Anytime you do that, it, it puts a strain on your sub varsity. But, you know, we ask our kids to get out there and play hard every week, and they've done that for us. Well, are there any JV players who might get some playing time this week or maybe in the postseason, or have you already brought those up to varsity? We've got a lot of kids that play on Friday night. You know, they're the younger, and uh, we'll, we'll sit down after this week and decide who we want to keep back, who wants to go to basketball and so forth and come up with a plan. There's one more game on the regular season schedule, a date, Thursday at 730 at your place against Stephenville. They were number one two weeks ago, but back to back losses have those Yellow Jackets a little stirred up. Give us your take on Stephenville. No, they're a great football team, great program. Coach Doty does a fabulous job with them. And, uh, you know, they got playmakers in the right spots and got a really big offensive line. It's physical. And uh, if you play pass, they're going to run it down your jaws. You play run, they're going to throw it over top on you. So uh, defensively, they do a good job of being what they're supposed to be and playing hard. And so, you know, like each and every week here in La Vega High School, you're going to be, you've got a huge challenge ahead of you and get uh, out there and see what happens.
0: ESPN Central Texas. At Bush's Chicken, we start each day
7: with one thought in mind be the best. Be the best at all we do. Whether it's preparing food, Waiting on customers. So at the end of the day, when it's closing time, we can say, Well done. Bush's Chicken, simply the best.
4: You wouldn't call your doctor, accountant, or mechanic using a 1 800 number, so why your bank? If you have to dial 1 800, you don't know your bank, and your bank doesn't know you. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank Different, Bank Central. 80
0: Baylor Sports Beat weekdays at 7:55 a.m. and 5:25 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. BP Services
7: of Waco is a licensed and fully insured electrical contractor for industrial, commercial, and residential projects in the Central Texas area. Your home or business will be in good hands with BP Services. Whether you need a complete wiring overhaul, simply installing or replacing electrical outlets, or when your power goes out, their electricians will promptly and safely help with the installation of motion sensors, recessed lighting, LED. The above and under counter lighting, smoke detectors, outdoor generators, outdoor lighting, custom lighting designs, electrical panel upgrades, and circuit breaker replacements. Call BP Services today for a free estimate within 24 hours. And if you agree to the estimate, 15% off your bill. 254-292-8908.
2: Call BP Services with is on your list. Call BP Services your needs our priority 2928908 your need is our priority everything
4: we do we do for you empower your financial future with first central credit union make the drive and make it possible with an auto loan or vehicle refinance to first central have a winning season with first central savings blitz play quick local team loan processing with competitive rates and flexible terms Apply online. We make it easy to score at firstcentralcu.com. Everything we do, we do for you.
8: Membership and loan policy requirements apply. Member NCUA. It's time to start prepping for your football festivities at Specs. Specs knows
5: tailgating in Texas is serious business, and that's why we've got a seriously big selection of everything you need to turn every game into the big game. Raise your team spirits to new heights with world-class wines, craft cocktails, ice-cold beers, and enough gourmet snacks to keep your team fueled up for the season. It's tailgate season at Specs. The fun starts here.
7: There are several big games this week in college football, including Tennessee at Georgia, Wake Forest at North Carolina State, Baylor versus Oklahoma, Alabama versus LSU, Clemson versus Notre Dame. Raise the bar on your next tailgate with Specs Wine, Spirits, and Finer Foods. The fun starts here.
0: ESPN Radio Sports Center.
8: I'm Ward Watch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by McAdams and Sons Roofing. Undefeated Tennessee is number one spot in the college football playoff poll, followed by Ohio State, Georgia, Clemson in the top four. Michigan is number five, Alabama six, and TCU seven. Philly goes long five times to beat the Astros seven to nothing, take a 2-1 lead in the World Series. Game four tonight, 7-30 first pitch. College football last night, Ball State beat Kent State 27-20, and Ohio beat Buffalo 45-24. Tonight in college football, Central Michigan at Northern Illinois and Western Michigan at Bowling Green both kick off at 6. Dallas Stars beat L.A. 5-2. Mavericks host Utah tonight at the AAC 730 tip-off. Pipple Scott Stewart show tonight live at Wings Pizza and Things on Fox Sports Central Texas starting at 6.30. And the Baylor coaches show tonight with John Morse not live at Rudy's at 7 on ESPN Central Texas. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas.
4: segment, John Morris Show on a Wednesday. We do appreciate you being with us. Great to visit with Toby Rowland, the voice of the Sooners. If you missed any or all of that or want to uh, pass it along to share it with someone, you can sure do that. Aaron has it up on the website at syntechsportsfan.com or just search on social media at 1660 ESPN. You can find all of our uh, local shows, full shows, and all the interviews uh, available there on the web at SyntexSportsFan.com. And let's look ahead. Matt Mosley coming in, top of the hour. Aaron, what do you guys have planned coming up between 4 and 6 today?
3: We will talk with Barry Trammell from the Oklahoman about the baylor oklahoma game coming up saturday afternoon we will also hear some audio from some of the baylor players ahead of saturday's game against oklahoma plus more updates on the big michigan michigan state i don't even want to say dust up because i don't think that does it justice to what happens i mean it was just an ugly ugly scene um the uh Michigan State players basically attacking a couple of Michigan players in the tunnel after the game. There's got updates on that and a couple of other things, including the first college football playoff rankings released last night. TCU fans understandably and very justifiably not happy.
4: (laughs) I agree. Seventh in the poll which is where they are in the AP poll, but uh, I, I think the rub is like where they are compared to uh, Clemson and maybe even Alabama, you know, that much la- lower than those schools.
3: Yeah, and it's, you know, they had the, the – and I can't remember his name talking about – because they asked him about things like why TCU was so low and how, why a, a one-loss Alabama was ahead of them, why Clemson was ahead of them, Ohio State. And he talked about them having to come back and – they were looking for, looking at balanced teams, and then, like literally the next question, he praised Ohio State for making a, you know, making a comeback. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, it's just, <laughs> it's just ridiculous. But it's the first poll. There's a long way to go. Right. And we'll see what happens. TCU wins out there in. So
4: yeah. Yeah, I agree. There's,
3: it's. I, I get why they're upset. I would be too. But you know, give it some time. It'll work itself out. I think.
4: Yeah. So that was the first uh, college football playoff poll unveiled last night. They'll do it weekly now right up until the uh, final one, which really really these are just beauty contests up until that final poll, which places the four teams in the playoff. Uh, let's mention the Astros. Man, what a rough game last night. Uh, Terry and I sat down to watch that. She's from Houston, so she's an Astros fan, and, uh, you know, 7 uh, nothing win for the Phillies, five home runs by Philadelphia. Man, they were just teeing off last night.
3: Yeah, I enjoyed it. <laughs> <laughs> it was, uh, yeah, no, it was not a lot of fun if you were an Astros fan, if you're rooting against the Astros or for the Phillies or both. It was, it was a pretty amazing game. Like Lance McCullers just couldn't get anything over the plate without it Getting absolutely smashed. Crushed. There was actually an article that I saw that thought that he may be tipping his pitches. and he. Oh, really? Yeah, and if he said that's not what it was. Um, it would make sense because it looked like they were hitting everything he threw very hard. Even the, the ones that didn't go for hits or home runs were just rockets off the bats of the Phillies. But he said that wasn't it. He just wasn't kind of as sharp as he has been.
4: I got you. That's interesting because um, watching the game, you know, it's Joe Davis doing play-by-play for Fox and John Smoltz doing color. And at one point they started talking about that, about John Smoltz. John Smoltz said that he wants his teammates to watch him or, you know, when he was pitching, he wanted them to watch him and tell him if he was tipping anything. And they saw something one time that he hadn't realized and he changed. It was something to do with his glove placement um, was tipping pitches, so they they must have been kind of going along that same lines. That maybe um, McCullers was was tipping pitches last night.
3: Yeah, it's kind of like a tell in poker. If you pick up on something like that, it it's obviously huge. You kind of know what's coming.
4: Huh? Interesting. Um, so game four comes up tonight. Um, Astros need a win here. You know, if they lose tonight, they're down three to one to the Phillies. And it could end tomorrow night with Game 5. So, Game 4 comes up tonight. It's on Fox for the Phillies and the Astros World Series Game 4. Aaron, some birthdays today. I have a very short list. Uh, I'm going to check another list to see, make sure I'm not missing anyone. But, uh... Uh, speaking of Oklahoma, it's Michael Dean's birthday. Michael was the engineer for the Sooners football and basketball for many, many years, has now stepped into retirement. So happy birthday to Michael Dean. Timely this week. Um, it is, uh, and then two friends from uh, Danville, Kentucky, Mark Dexter and Marjorie Payne. Uh, their birthdays is both today, November 2nd. And that's all I've got. Let me look at another list just to make sure. Not leaving anybody out. Yeah, that's it. I, I don't have anybody else. So, <laughs> happy birthday to them. Aaron, uh, who would you add to your list?
3: It is a light birthday day is today. Okay. Yeah, I don't have okay. much either. David right. Schwimmer, obviously of Friends okay. fame, turns 56. Nelly turns 48. And Corn basis, Fieldy, turns 55. So, happy birthday to all of them.
8: All right, very
4: good. So there is the uh, list of birthdays, short as it might be today. Hey, we appreciate you being with us. We appreciate Toby Rowland being on with us. A reminder about the Baylor Coaches Show tonight, 7 to 8 p.m. here on ESPN Central Texas. Uh, It will be Nikki Collin heading into their exhibition opener tomorrow night, and it will be Dave Aranda, uh, head football coach for the Bears, heading into their game in Norman on Saturday. That's tonight, 7 to 8 p.m., right here on ESPN Central Texas. Aaron, thank you very much. Do appreciate it. Right now, stay tuned. Matt Mosley is coming up next. Keep it
6: here on ESPN Central Texas. Wednesday at my local grocery store is $5 sushi day.